Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Anthony C. Ferrante, director of Sharknado. Hi, this is the voice of BattleBots, Mark Biro. This is Seth Shostak, senior astronomer at the SETI Institute. Hello, my name is Matt Simon. I am a science writer at Wired Magazine and author of the new book, The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar. This is Frank Joseph. I'm the author of an essay in the latest book, Lost Secrets of the Gods. Hi, this is Linda Godfrey, author of American Monsters. Hello, my name is Robert Salas. I'm the author of Unidentified, the UFO Phenomenon. Hi, this is Nick Redfern, the author of Close Encounters of the Fatal Kind. Hi, my name is Bob Luca. And my name is Betty Andreessen Luca. Hi, this is Jesse Proofus, the producer of JFK, The Smoking Gun. Hello, this is Marty Langford. I'm the director of Doom, the untold story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. Hi, this is Kevin Randall, author of Alien Mysteries, Conspiracies, and Cover-Up. Hi, this is Tracy Roberts, founder of Positive Statistics. I'm Jeremiah Bomek, the producer of The Real of Horror. Hi, my name is Bill Hall, author of The World's Most Haunted House. Hi, this is Micah Hanks, and I'm the author of the book The Ghost Rockets. And you're listening to Emmy on the Graveyard Shift Talk Show, blogtalkradio.com. Deep within the molten core of a dying star. From the snow-capped mountaintops of Middle Earth, orbiting above the Earth in a stolen alien spacecraft. The Graveyard Shift Online Radio Talk Show. Now, strap on your seatbelt, get ready to kneel, true believers, because here's your host, Emmy. Welcome to the Graveyard Shift Talk Show, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Emmy, and you're listening to the greatest talk show that ever has been, is, or ever will be. Well now, how is everybody doing out there? It's been a quite a while, I would say, and uh, I want to first of all welcome everybody back after being gone for so long. And you know, it's it's been a lot, right? A lot has happened. Where some some states are still going into the still into quarantine, and some states aren't. You know, uh, for those of you that may or may not know, I'm in Florida, and in our state. Um, we actually are, we had our uh, quarantine lifted, although we're not at 100%, um, you know, yet we're, I think they still have us at, uh, 25% and, um, you know, well, if that's what they want, I guess that's what they want. So, uh, just kind of working through it and everyone's doing what they can still, many of us still working from home. I know many of our, um, health care workers out there that are still risking so much and we just want to say thank you to all of you out there that are healthcare workers and and are just um doing everything that you can to keep us safe and healthy and we just want to thank you so much for everything that you do if i haven't said that yet i'm saying it now and it's just not it just can't be said enough so you know even though the quarantine is going on the world still turns right in some way. And I've been trying to keep you guys updated with the news as it were. And 
you know, there are quite a lot of things happening. But before I do that, I want to throw out there that if you guys want to call in the show and talk about something that is important to you or something that you want to promote, you can do that. And the way that you call in is you call in area code 516-595-8313. That's area code 516-595-8313. And then what will happen is I'll put you in a little, you know, holding pattern and then I'll see what, what it is that you want to talk about. And if I deem it worthy for the masses, then that's exactly what will happen. We'll go ahead and put you online. So, um, I can, okay, I can already see people are calling in. So just kind of hang in there and I will put you on hold and we'll see. So before I do that, uh, the news of the day, the news of the day, the news of the day. There's quite a bit to get through. So here we go. You guys ready? So Disney CEO Bob Iger has addressed concerns about releasing films during the coronavirus pandemic, okay? Uh, He was quoted as saying, if you think about an occupancy of a movie theater Monday through Friday afternoon, you know, 25% is about what you'd get. Um, And it only really becomes an issue on Friday night and Saturday night and to a lesser extent on Sunday night. So it really doesn't push the limits of what could typically be seen as occupancy inside movie theaters until you get to those weekend evenings. And in that particular case, I think that can be managed. That's really going to be up to our exhibitors that we partner with. So that that was from Chapek. That was from, um, you know, uh, Bob Chapek, which was um, the current Disney CEO. Uh, Bob Iger actually has stepped back to the forefront of the company in the wake of the crisis. He had planned to hand over the reins to Chapek this year and um, – now, you know, well, coronavirus had other plans, and now Disney has to forge ahead without their cruise lines, movie theater earnings, and really restricted theme park gate receipts. Now, of the new releases, Iger told uh, the media, quote, there are some we've decided to put on Disney+. Plus. We already announced one, Artemis Fowl. That would have been released in theaters. Others we've simply delayed. In some cases, we moved things onto Disney+, Plus faster than we would have. Frozen 2, for example, was one of them. But Onward would be the biggest example. It was in theaters when this happened. We moved it to a pay-per-view period for a couple of weeks where people could buy it and own it, and then we ended up putting it on Disney+. And, and you know, that kind of takes us back to one of our earlier topics of previous episodes where I was talking about the advent of the digital age and, you know, you have the digitainment age now and how everything is just being pushed out there into all of these streaming services and it's now we're just being just really just invaded and attacked not in a bad way necessarily by all this stuff and you know i i say this word a lot i say this term a lot but really it is the truth we are being spoiled for choice and you know i mean you've got the disney plus you've got hulu you've got netflix amazon uh, there's a lot of them out there to choose from, and there's a lot of content. I mean, Disney Plus, if you go on it, oh my gosh, it is ridiculous how much stuff they've got on there. And I really think that that's where things are going. I really think that we're going to, we're kind of aiming towards the, um, that 
idea of just having stuff online. I think I don't know if movie theaters are going to necessarily just completely go away, but I really I think they're not going to be as relevant as they used to be. I hope that's not the case, but I I kind of think that's where it's headed. So that being said, what is coming out? Well, there's a lot of stuff coming out in digital, but I'll I'll you know I'll mention a few of the big ones. So in Netflix, uh, we've got you know. Into the Night and Hollywood, both originals, the half of it. You've got – they're doing the Back to the Future uh, movies, which are should be already out. Uh, they've got, you know, Underworld, three of those movies coming out are already out, and that's on Netflix. And then they have Jarhead 1 and 2. they got Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and then they have a lot of originals, Almost Happy. They've got Get In all day and a night and then if you go on disney plus you've got a ton of stuff you've got awesome animals birth of europe bridge of boogity buried secrets of the bible with albert lynn uh you've got george of the jungle and then you you know those are so now we're going back in time now how homeward bound one and two and then of course you have pirates of the caribbean or the caribbean however you decide to pronounce that on stranger tides so the ones that I really enjoy plus are actually the behind the scenes stuff. So I really enjoyed the Imagineering story. I enjoyed the um, the stuff that like the One Day at Disney, and now they've got the Prop Culture series, which is really really cool. I would highly recommend that. Hulu is starting to become a, a force to be reckoned with as far as anime content is concerned because on Hulu. You know, you can see a lot of anime series, even old ones like Ranma, the, the original Sailor Moon. And then you can, you know, also see some some movies like Eon Flux, the 2005 Eon Flux, Batman Begins, Billy the Kid, Demolition Man is on there, um, Escape from Alcatraz, Friday the 13th Part 3 and Part 4, uh, Goodfellas, I mean, Megamind, I mean, it's all over the place. So, you know, Dark Knight is on there, The Patriot. I would recommend, you know, to go on there, really. If you really want a, a wide variety of stuff, that's a good place to go. Amazon Prime, of course. They're starting to do their usual martial arts movie um, montage of availability. So you've got a lot of, you know, like Ten Fingers of Steel, uh, Assassination Tango, Best of Shaolin Kung Fu, you know, and then Five Fingers of Steel, you know, things like a Green Dragon Inn. Um, Shaolin Kung Fu uh, Shaolin Kung Fu Mystagogue and and then you've got that and then you've got the Lucy Show Season 1 going to be released and Good Karma Hospital Season 1 Boss Season 1, Bonanza Season 1 awesome western by the way African Hunter Season 1 should be interesting, that's on Smithsonian Channel Plus so I would recommend checking that out now May 2nd or excuse me, May 4th is going to be when Disney Plus releases Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian, directing a season series premiere. So you definitely want to check that out. That's already out, actually. And already out is Jerry Seinfeld's newest com- stand-up comedy, uh, One Shot, which is Jerry Seinfeld, 23 Hours to Kill. Which is, I haven't finished watching it yet, but what I have watched, it's really funny. So that's just, I mean, I kind of went through a lot there, but there you go. Okay. What's coming out? To theaters next year, possibly digital. Avatar 2. Uh, of course, everyone, you know, 
has been waiting for this for over a decade. And James Cameron has, of course, been very secretive about what it's all about. Now, this one is being done a little bit uh, differently in, 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 the, in the way that they're filming it. They're not giving out a lot of information, but most of the material is being done in studio away from anyone that can watch it being done. So it's, it's kind of hard to get into their production. But they did release a picture of many of the cast members, including including Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington, Kate Winslet, and Cliff Curtis. Uh, and apparently it looks like they were taking a break from underwater performance capture. So apparently, according to the Avatar crew, much of the performance capture took place in a 900,000-gallon tank built specifically for the sequels. Wow. I mean, the photo shows Worthington, Saldana, Winslet, and Curtis all in some kind of massive tank of water with these plastic balls lining the surface. And uh, they have pull flotation devices thrown in. And they each have the um, performance capture headpiece capture dots that will help the digital uh, wizards really behind the film create the look of Avatar's alien races, the Navi. And apparently they're going to have new additions. They're gonna have these new people that live in 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 um, Pandora called the the, the Metkayina Freediving Clan. So this, this sounds really really cool, guys. I, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Um, so what is the story like? Well, 12 years after exploring Pandora and joining the Navi, Jake Sully Jake Sully has formed a family with Nighteri, and they are wandering across the expansive world of Pandora, meeting new allies in the form of the Mekaina Freediving Clan, led by Tonawari. Everything changes when the RDA once again invades Pandora to finish what they started. So we've got to see what that's going to be like. That that should be interesting. So what's what's next? Twilight of the Mall Rats. So Kevin Smith went online and teased a little bit of plot details. Apparently, he said that he, Brody has a surrogate son in Twilight of the Mall Rats, who Brody nicknamed P.S. Kid's a big Brody fanboy who manages the stash, and he's a lifelong friend of Brody's daughter, Banner. I wonder if their star-crossed story might be at the heart of the new flick. Spoilers, it is, according to Kevin Smith. Now, recently, he confirmed that he did finish the first draft of the movie, and he shared which characters he's written back to the story. In addition to Brody and Renee, guys, hang in there, hang in there. He included William, Ethan Supley, Ethan Supley, Gwen with Joey Lauren Adams, Brandy, Claire Forlani, T.S., who's being played by Jeremy London, Trish, being played by Renee Humphrey, Mr. Svenning, Michael Rooker, LaFors, played by Sven Ole Torsen, and of course, Jay and Silent Bob, which are, you know, already they're played by Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith. Now, he did not list the actors in his post. We have to hope they're on board to reprise their roles. Smith also recently revealed that Evil Dead's Bruce Campbell will be joining the cast of the new Mallrats. So, that should be really interesting. I'm looking forward to that because, of course, I loved the first, uh, the first Mallrats. It was awesome. Okay, now we're coming to the animation part. Okay, so hold on a second, guys. I'll be right back. Give me one, one second. Where are my things? They were right here. Ah. 
Put your warm speed on hold, Graveyard Shift fan. Our illustrious host, Demi. Why the hell does he always say that word illustrious? We'll be right back after this break with more shifty, yeah, like shitty awesomeness. I can't believe this guy. Who the hell does he think he is? Um, no. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be right back. war-torn battlefield from atop a 200-foot-tall, last-of-its-kind woolly mammoth, driving a bunch of drunk zombies on their way to an all-you-can-eat super flesh buffet. Teaching a cat how to speak fluent Klingon. You're listening to the Graveyard Shift online radio talk show. And now, just finished from sucker-punching your country's ruthless dictator, because he's just that damn cool. Here's your illustrious host, Emmy. Hi everybody! Hey everybody! This is Emmy. I'm back from break, so I've got somebody here on the on. I did open lines, and what what do you know? Somebody got in that I'm allowing online on live. Oh my gosh! And it's Luke McDermott, a local stand-up comic and a very good friend of mine, if I might add, someone that I've worked with um, quite a bit actually, and uh, he's a very talented guy. How's it going, Luke? Hey, it's going good, Emilio. How you been, dude? I've been doing good, man. I'm just, you know, doing my thing. It's 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 tough for all of us. Now now Luke, um I, I'm curious. I'm actually I'm really glad you called because if anybody has been I mean, all of us have been affected by this, but I would I would think that stand up comics have especially been affected by by this. Can you give us an idea yeah. of how how you know, how has this affected you as a stand up comic and what you know, if you can if you can tell us how you're getting through this time. 
Well, I want to say thank you for having me on, uh, M. It's uh, always a pleasure. Yeah, it's been kind of rough for us working comics. I'm starting to do the whole Howard Hughes thing with the whole tissue boxes on my feet <laughs> um, from the isolation. Uh, a lot of us comics, we rely on the gig economy, as some might call it. Um, but because of the no bars opening and everything, it's kind of hard for everyone to uh, make by. Right. Which, in the long run, I actually am favor for that, just because I'd rather have healthy people than sick people, you know, at a, at shows. Right, and especially in, in you know such close quarters, if anything, you know, really even just theater, the theater community too, but especially the stand-up community where you have, you know, usually happens in a, in a small bar or. I mean, even the improv is not that huge of a of a place. I mean, it's big as far as bar a bar is concerned, but you still have everybody in very close quarters and you have somebody in front, you know, talking in front of them. And that's a pretty good way to get people sick. So it, I'm, I'm sure. Exactly. It, it only, it only takes, only takes one. Exactly. Now, if, now Luke, if we learned anything know, from rise of the planet, oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 go ahead. You were saying I, I go finish. If we your learned anything line. from the movie rise of the planet of the apes. It only takes one person on an airplane to get everyone else sick. Yep, that's that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, one of the things that I mean, I know you you can't stay uh, on too long, so I just wanted to ask you a quick question. One of the things that I sure. that I meant that I really think is amazing is I I know that the late night talk shows they always give a chance to new and upcoming comedians, but you know, I guess you have to achieve a certain level of fame before you can get to that point. So I was curious, you know, we often get uh, fans asking because they know that I'm, that I'm friends with a lot of stand-up comics and they wonder, how do you break in? And I couldn't think of a better person to ask this question than you, especially when I was there, when you were, you know, uh, kind of, I don't want to say breaking in, but you were kind of getting your name out there. No, and everything. I, was, I was making my bones at the time. No, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. So what, how would you advise somebody, maybe not this particular time, but when everything gets back to normal, how would you advise anybody wanting to get into stand-up comedy now to make at least attempt to make a name for themselves? And again, this is, we're talking after everything is open after, oh, you know, of course. like when the world gets back to normal, when the world gets back to sort of normal, right. Well, it's a very common question, and a lot of people have different answers, but from what I've been experiencing in my life is that you've got to commit to it. Most um, open micers wash out in two years because they have the idea that I'll, get, I'll, make it, I'll be found and make it big within a few months of moving right. to a city. Um, that's not true. That's just what's unrealistic, really. So what you do is you just do your time. You go to open mics, you slowly craft your comedy persona, your jokes, and roughly you just keep building and building and making your bones until eventually someone at the comedy club notices you and says, hey, you want to do five minutes as a guest spot. And then you build off that momentum by doing 10 minutes at another guest spot. And then sooner or later, you're like me where you're traveling in the United States doing comedy and, ma- and making enough of it where you can pay rent and afford frosted mini wheats whenever you wish. <laughs> and see, and that, 
That's great, man. I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly where you want to be. I mean, and it's, it is, it's hard. I mean, and you, you kind of nailed it there. I mean, you, you know, you have to realize that it's not, you know, glitz and glamour all the time. I mean, these big names, they got that way because they did their time and they really you got the road is a, the road is tough, but it really is the road. The road weeds out the people who aren't really suited or don't really have their heart into it. Right. And, and comedy is a great hobby, mind you. It's a, like all great things. If you want to make money out of it, you got to commit. Exactly. And you have to risk a lot. A lot. Yeah. You know, I often tell people, if you have a family with kids, I, I'm not saying not to do it, but be aware that you're not going to get anywhere near where you want to be because, you, you know, your family is going to be your priority. And, and it's, it's exactly. going to be hard to, to say, oh, guess what, honey, I'm going to go out to the club again for the fourth time this week. And, you know, you got to kind of decide, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to be are you do you really want to risk that or do you want to? you know, be there for your family. So it's, it's, it's not easy for sure, but, but we want to tell you, you know, you've really come a long way and to know that you've toured so much and to know that you're being, you know, asked to perform at different places. I mean, that, that just, that really makes me happy. I'm so happy for you. I, I, you know, guys, uh, now don't you have your own original parody, uh, comedy parody thing that you do a, a, on a specific show. Can I mention that? Or is that something that's kind of private? Oh, of course. No, no, it's not private yeah. at all. Uh, tonight on Full House, um, yeah. look yeah. me up on Facebook. It is a web series I created out of spite six years ago, and now I have a merchandise out of, uh, thing out of it. Oh my you might God. have also seen me on the identity, the Tampa Bay identity too, where I talked about that. So that's pretty dope. Um, Tonight on Full House is a parody series of the family show Full House. However, it is much different with original characters and original plot lines. Some right. of the gems is uh, di- yes. Go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just gonna say. I just want to make oh. people aware this isn't oh, yeah. like a TV so, like, some... show. It's it's something that you actually type out. It's like a story. Yeah, I I write it. Um, I've been writing for nearly six years of the series. Some in-depth episodes that span multiple weeks. Some episodes are just one-offs, like Uncle Jesse shooting heroin or oh Danny God. accidentally hitting the neighbor's dog and then, you know, oh make it look like a suicide. You know, real classic episodes. And oh, yeah, very, very, wholesome. It's, very wholesome. Naturally. But the best part is how much of a cult following I got from this series. Originally, I had, like... God, I don't know, like five people looking at this stupid show. But now it's gotten to a span of like 50. So that's wow. pretty neat. That is neat. Hey, that's, that's, that means there's progress. That means there's more people liking it. I, I, I Listen, I enjoy reading it. I think it, it kind of makes my day when I read it. So I'm glad when you <laughs> contribute to it. Glad to hear. Uh, I oh, guess, yeah. Before I go, I have a good... I have a good story about Tonight Full House uh, before I head off. Um, is that, if that's okay with you? Sure. Yeah, no, go for it, man. Go. Um, we'll see. We're in uh, May right now, right? Uh, this yeah. is before the COVID hit. So January, I'm leaving Planet Fitness uh, uh, before I open the door. A couple stops me. And they went, hey, are you Luke McDermott? And I'm half awake. So I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. And they're like, 
oh, my God, my boyfriend loves your comedy. And I smile. I don't get a lot of people coming up to me, right? So I'm, like, humbled. I'm like, well, well thank you. That means a lot. And the boyfriend goes, oh, yeah, you're so funny, dude. And I smile more. I'm like, well, thank you. I'm enjoying, like, my stand-up. And there's, like, a blank pause for a couple seconds. <laughs> and they went, what? Stand- no, we like that thing where uh, Uncle Joey set a house on fire. Tonight's house. And I just stand there with my jaw open oh my while they talk God. about it. And the one and the one girl goes, so you do stand-up comedy too, huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's good. Yeah. It's still something that you did. So even though it's not. Oh, no, it's, it's just it's the best. I, I that rode that hilarious. high for the entire drive home. <laughs> that's great that's dude that's okay that's happened to me too there's been a lot of times when i used to do when i was in the in the radio business and i did my my gig as the morning show guy for 95.7 a long time ago and i was actually really well known mm-hmm. back then and well, i'm not saying about well known now but i mean even more so back then and instead you know i would get approached by people they're like oh my god you were so funny you know yesterday and i'm like oh thank you and they I said, yeah, you know, we, we had a great time and this and that. I, and, and then they said, yeah, you know, I especially loved uh, when, when you did such and such. And it was like uh, they were mistaking me for some guy that was on uh, <laughs> yes. a, a morning show on TV. And I'm like, that's not me. And then the, the worst part is whenever I've been mistaken by George Lopez, that was back in the day. And I'm like, dude, I do not look like George Lopez. So, oh Lord, I'm just that's glad very, nobody. That's a very peculiar to say to someone. Like, are you sure you're not George Lopez? Oh, I <laughs> I love when people do that. Oh God, it's hilarious. But they don't do that anymore, thank God. So anyway, I know you gotta I go. Mistaken... Luke. I wanna... Oh yeah. No, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying. I know I know you gotta go, but I want to say thank you so much for coming coming on and 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 talking to us. And um, I I just wish you all the best. I know I know I know you're working hard. I know it's rough out there, but you know, the fact that you're still fighting, the fact that you're still doing what you got to do, it shows that you've got talent and it shows you've got what it takes. So you just keep it up, man. Thank you, Emilio. That means, that means like so much to me, dude. And if everyone listening out there, it may suck right now with this COVID virus, but hang in there. Um, always remember to wash your hands. Uh, keep, in, keep in touch with people so you don't feel so isolated and know that it will get better eventually. Right, right and, stay away from now. Uncle, and, and stay away from Uncle Jesse's heroin needles. Yeah, stay away from, well, yeah, stay away from Uncle Jesse's heroin needles, naturally. Unless he wants to share. But that's <laughs> a trick, because he never wants to share. Uh, All right, I'm out. All right, take care, Julie. See you, See you guys. Bye, everyone. Bye. Oh, my goodness. I am so glad he called. He's a great guy. Um, you know, for those of you that don't know, I did a uh, several shows where I hosted, and I did a little bit of stand up myself with him and, and, and a bunch of other great, uh, comics. And, um, oh, that was the best, man. We had a great time. I hope we'll be able to do that again. So I want to thank him so much for, for calling in guys. It's believe it or not, the show's over. Um, I, I only had a, a really small window open tonight, so I'm hoping next week, uh, I'll get more time. So thanks for listening and tune in. Hopefully next week, I'm hoping that I'll be able to go online or live and that way you guys will be able to hear more episodes and definitely, you know, listen to our archive online. We've got a whole bunch of stuff that 
uh, you know, that that we that you can just listen to that's old that that is just just as entertaining. So once again, thanks a lot for for listening. This is Emmy on the Graveyard Shift. I'm going to leave you uh, with our usual out of here music with the Nuclears. Thanks a lot, guys. Catch you later. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.